You're listening to the weekly sermon from Clarkston United Methodist Church in Michigan. We are a church dedicated to connecting people to people and people to God. To learn more, visit us at clarkstonumc.org. Well, our scripture this morning comes from the book of Ezra. You know, Ezra, it's not really something we preach on very often. So I want to give you a little bit of uh, context. The book of Ezra is considered uh, historical wisdom. It's found in the Old Testament. It comes after First and Second Chronicles and is, is considered to be authored in Palestine. Although it's uncertain of the dating of the book, um, many scholars have landed on around 458 B.C., Scholar David Kramer argues that Ezra focuses entirely on the restoration of the temple and the people. It presents the work of the priesthood and limits the realm of the sacred to the temple and to the priests. Now, when Babylon conquered Judah and forced Jews into detention in 597 and 586 BC, they began exile. when Cyrus and the Persians conquered Babylon in 549 BC, Cyrus the Great issued a decree commanding all exiled Jews to, re- to return home and rebuild the temple. Ezra was sent as priest and scribe of the law to Jerusalem, and the king's decree commanded Ezra to lead the Jews to Jerusalem to deliver gifts offered by the Persian authorities and by the people to the temple, to make inquiry about conformity uh, to the law in Judah and Jerusalem, and to appoint magistrates and judges who would teach the law. Now, the beginning of Ezra asserts that it was God who initiated the return of the exiles of Judah and Jerusalem and the rebuilding of the temple. It was God who took that initiative. The book of Ezra demonstrates that the community in Jerusalem is made up of only those who returned from exile and are the true Israel. Now, the issue leading up to to today's scripture is that the Jews had been marrying foreign women. Now, it's important to know the context at the time. Uh, The Jewish faith was still new. This idea of the one true God was still new. And with the various exiles and conquering, the faith was in jeopardy. And so uh, continuing the religion of the one true God was of the most importance. And so Ezra was calling people to divorce in order to preserve Judaism. It was a difficult task, a sacrifice, but for the good of the faith. And so Ezra called them to rise up and promise that they'll be supported when they act with courage. Maybe you can see why we don't preach on it all that often. Today's scripture, Ezra 10, verse 4. Rise up. This matter is in your hands. We will support you, so take courage and do it. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. 
Now, Reverend James Brown was a pastor and also a pilot. He tells a story about how some years ago he was learning to fly. He writes, my instructor told me to put the plane into a steep and extended dive. I was totally unprepared for what was about to happen. After a brief time, the engine stalled and the plane began to plunge out of control. It soon became evident that the instructor was not going to help me at all. After a few seconds, which seemed like an eternity, my mind began to function again, and I quickly corrected the situation. Immediately, I turned to the instructor, and I began to vent my fearful frustrations on him. He very calmly said to me, there's no position you can get this airplane into that I cannot get you out of. If you want to learn to fly, Go up there and do it again. Rise up. This matter is in your hands. We will support you, so take courage and do it. Tony Campolo tells a story about a Coast Guard unit stationed at Cape May, New Jersey. One night, a hurricane blew in, in from the Atlantic Ocean, and a ship was breaking up just off the coast. The commander of the unit woke the men under his command and told them to prepare and to go to sea. One of the recruits shot back, but captain, if we go out there, we may never come back. The captain answered, son, you don't have to come back. You have to go out. Now I'll be with you. Rise up. This matter is in your hands. We will support you, so take courage and do it. You remember Zacchaeus in the song I learned in Sunday school. It was that he was a wee little man. He was short. And he was also a tax collector, which meant that he was not liked because he would charge people more than the taxes were. And that money went to him. And so when he felt a nudge to go and see Jesus, he was taking a risk of entering into the crowds where he was hated. And so while he was a wee little man, and that's the excuse we use for him going up in the tree to see Jesus, it was probably also to escape and to ensure his own safety. And so it's up in the tree that he is when Jesus comes by and Jesus sees him in the tree and tells him to come down. Again, in my song, it says, I'm coming to your house for tea. I'm not sure that was very realistic, but he said, I'm coming and we're going to talk, basically. And Jesus and Zacchaeus talked. And we get the idea that Zacchaeus' life was transformed because after that, he gave all that he could and all that he had to Jesus and to the ministry of helping others. You remember Joseph of Arimathea. He was a Pharisee. Pharisees at the time were those who stuck to the law and taught the law. And they were pretty strict about it. A lot of Pharisees didn't like Jesus, but Joseph was a disciple, even if sometimes in secret. And so when Jesus died and they were trying to figure out what to do with the body, Joseph asked for it, and he gave his tomb for Jesus' body to lay. You remember Lydia. Lydia was a woman unique in her time, for she had her own business. 
She created purple cloth. She dyed it and rinsed it in the waters, and she had a whole team of women who worked with her. And one day they were working and making this cloth and prepping it when Paul came by. Paul and his group of um, men were looking for a place to pray. And Lydia said, well, you can pray right here. And so they took time and they prayed, and Lydia felt moved, nudged, compelled to ask if he would baptize her and all the women working with her. And Paul did. And Lydia became a disciple. And the way that she served was by supporting Paul's ministry through the gifts that she received when she sold her cloths. Rise up. This matter is in your hands. We will support you, so take courage and do it. For the past few weeks, we have been asking you to pray the prayer, God, how are you calling me to give? The answer can be scary. It can be like learning to fly or like going out into, our, into uncharted territory, uncharted waters. God can be asking you to do and serve and give more than you ever expected. And that nagging voice can be hard to escape. But our scriptural theme for our Rise Challenge, Ezra 10:4, Rise up, this matter is in your hands. We will support you, so take courage and do it, reminds us that we don't do this alone. It takes all of us, and God will never call us to do something for which God has not already equipped us. We are in this together. God has called us together to be the body of Christ, and we have certainly seen that this year. Whenever we have put our mind to doing something for God's purposes, we have done it. Just look at what we have done so far this year.
see what we can do when we rise together in gratitude, in abundance, when we rise and shine the light of Christ and the light that Christ has given to us. Each one of us makes a difference. We need you. We need your gifts. We need your offerings because Clarkston United Methodist Church, God has great plans for us. We will do the work of connecting people to people and people to God. We will grow together in faith. We will serve the world through transformational mission and we will actively welcome and include all, extending hospitality and grace. We will be extravagantly generous because we are created in the image of an extravagantly generous God. It takes faith to respond, I know. But have courage. We will support each other. And remember that the voice of the one who calls us doesn't leave us in our giving. God guides. God equips. God provides. God helps us to fly. So let us rise up. For this matter is in our hands. We will support each other. So let's take courage and do it. Amen. You've been listening to the weekly sermon from Clarkston United Methodist Church in Michigan. We are a church dedicated to connecting people to people and people to God. To learn more, visit us at clarkstonumc.org.